It's October 25th and time for Social in 6. In the same fortnight that Facebook announced plans to change its company name, there were plenty more updates across the social landscape. Today we're covering the six most important ones, including Twitter's new ad placement, WhatsApp's latest shopping feature, and all the details of Pinterest redesign. As always, we ask if you find these episodes helpful, please let us know by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Now, without further ado, let's get started. Um, It says, go live by yourself or with others to practice. Nobody will notify it and you can change the audience when you're ready. First up today, Instagram has added scheduling and practice mode to live. Going live on Instagram is about to get a lot less daunting. The two newest features to grace the format are practice mode and scheduling. Practice mode lets you and any guest hosts join the live before you broadcast it to your followers. Scheduling will let you notify your audience of a live event in advance, and you can schedule a stream up to 90 days before the day of. Viewers will also be able to set reminders for when you go live, and you'll be able to share your scheduled times to both stories and the feed. Now, scheduling is currently being rolled out to all creators, so you might already have it by the time this episode reaches you, but practice mode is apparently coming soon. No news yet on when this will arrive. Elsewhere at Instagram HQ, desktop posting is finally here. Now you can post feed images and videos under one minute long from the web version of Instagram, but this doesn't extend to stories or reels just yet. After IG Live's shot to fame in lockdown, practice mode will allow for better preparation ahead of going live to your followers. Users can begin syncing, checking the video and audio quality, lighting and connection stability all in advance, which will help improve the overall quality output of live streams on the platform. With the introduction of scheduling, users can now avoid an awkward first few minutes, so no more. We'll just give it a minute and let everyone arrive comments, as your guests will be notified and should arrive on time. It'll also help increase the number of people who join your live by allowing them to put it in their diaries in advance. Brands can share scheduled times to both stories and the feed for maximum reach. And rejoice social media managers. Although Instagram was the latest to add this functionality, all users, including creator and business accounts, can now post from desktop. The feature has been in testing since June, so some users have already been able to access it and should be familiar with the process. This will also translate to third-party scheduling tools like Hootsuite, which will no longer prompt you to post manually from your phone at the scheduled time. And it means your phone memory will live to see another day as you won't have to store Instagram content on your mobile to upload from there. Why don't you let me fix you some of this new Mococo drink? All natural cocoa beans from the upper slopes of Mount Nicaragua, no artificial sweeteners. Who are you talking to? Next up, Twitter is testing ads in tweet replies. Yes, last week, Twitter's revenue product lead Bruce Falk tweeted from his personal account to announce that the platform's testing a new placement for ads in tweet replies. Now, the test is running on both iOS and Android at the minute. And if you're part of it, Bruce says you'll start to see ads after the first, third or eighth reply to a tweet. Also new in Twitter ads this week, the platform's added a new multi-destination option for its carousel ads, so each card within your carousel can have a separate link, objective, or call to action. Now, as part of this update, site visit optimization is coming, which is a new and improved buying model that finds and serves ads to people most likely to visit your website. Twitter replies are arguably one of the most valuable retail spaces on the Twitter app. After all, this is where the conversation takes place. I bet reply ads will be an attractive proposition to marketers as eyeballs are all but guaranteed. However, it's safe to say Twitter's interest-based targeting is far from the best out there, so it'll be interesting to see what sort of ads are served our way. Keep an eye on the sentiment towards these ads. If it's not relevant and valuable, we could see a backlash from users if the feed and overall Twitter experience is disrupted. 
Carousel ads, on the other hand, will help brands diversify their messaging within one single ad by adding different headlines and links for each card. All in one ad, users can engage with multiple pieces of media and visit different destinations. Now, when this was in beta testing, Twitter actually saw a click-through rate 20% higher across all objectives. That was compared to ads with just one asset. It also saw a 25% lift in click-throughs for campaigns that had been optimised using the new site visit conversions, so expect to see these used on a regular basis. One of the main reasons I think this is happening is to give the ability for people to reply and react to stories with links in them. Now another from Instagram, the platform is testing customizable text in link stickers. Now this is a story I'm grateful for, though it is a small update in the grand scheme of things. If you remember back in August, Instagram replaced the long-standing swipe-ups with new link stickers for Instagram stories. At the minute, if you add a link sticker to your story, it'll show a shortened URL in the text box area. But now Instagram's testing the ability to customize that text. The feature hasn't been rolled out yet, and it is under beta testing in specific regions. Um, But that's not all that's new to Instagram stories. The platform is testing 60-second long stories. Right now, stories clips can only be 15 seconds long, and any longer videos uploaded are broken up into these 15 second segments. Although Instagram's click-through stickers work well from a UI point of view, one thing stood out, how ugly the stickers look compared to the old swipe up feature. Customizable text means specific calls to action. For example, you can instruct people to listen, shop, follow, click here or learn more. So expect social media managers to get creative with these. And how has this one taken so long to come to the fore? 60 second stories mean you can upload longer videos without splitting them up into bitty 15 second videos. Many use third party software like Adobe to split their videos into 15 seconds or less to make sure closed captions don't cut off halfway through a word. Now this new feature combats that problem and more importantly it also means you'll be able to share entire reels to stories which is no doubt Instagram's thinking here. Get in loser we're going shopping. Now moving on to Pinterest who have launched their redesign with several new features. Yeah, Pinterest dropped a surprise in all of our inboxes last week with a complete redesign of its app focused on helping users to create and shop. On the list of new additions to the platform is a browse and watch home feed experience. But this browse tab isn't that different from what we see on Pinterest homepage now. But the new watch tab is a full screen feed of idea pins that users can scroll through and engage with. Also new is Takes. Now, Takes is a new way for people to respond to a creator's idea with their own idea pin, a process Pinterest is calling Create Your Take. And last but certainly not least, idea pins are now more shoppable. They've been integrated with AR Tryon, the platform's augmented reality beauty tryon, so you can shop products straight from the idea pin. And there's a new Shop Similar feature, which uses visual search technology to recommend product pins that are similar to the content within a pin. Unlike other apps focused on entertainment and passive scrolling, people come to Pinterest for ideas. Pinners want to be inspired to make, shop and put their own spin on ideas. The platform's new experience and interface will enable people to react to, build on, make and shop inspired ideas. Pinterest recognises that it doesn't fit the mould of conventional social media. As more of a home for media rather than social networking, it makes more sense that the platform's UI and products reflect what the users come here to do. Last week, there were strong rumours that suggested PayPal was looking into the acquisition of Pinterest, with Pinterest stock jumping around 12% when the news surfaced. With the platform making a concerted effort to expand into an e-commerce platform, this could be a huge deal and one we'll be keeping an eye on closely in weeks to come. Just buy it. You don't have to rationalise everything. All right, I will buy it. It'll be good for the economy. Now, WhatsApp has added a new way for users to shop. 
In 2019, WhatsApp added catalogs to its WhatsApp for Business offering. This let businesses showcase their products for people to browse through and compare prices. Not too much later, Cart was added to allow users to purchase those products. Now, WhatsApp has added collections, which let users shop products in specific categories. Businesses can sort their products into the same categories they'd be put into on a website, like clothing, homeware, and accessories, which means users won't have to scroll through your entire inventory to find one thing. The implications for retail are clear with this one. Allowing users to easily find products they're interested in without scrolling through a business's entire product catalogue. Because let's face it, who has the time to do that? One major thing to note is that this update is available to all businesses. For example, restaurants could create menu collections for their different courses, so no more scrolling the whole entire menu to find that much-loved dessert. FMCG movers could create categories for fresh produce, cupboard items and frozen food. Or how about beauty brands who could add categories for makeup and skincare, or eyes, lips and face? Ultimately, collections brings catalogues even closer to a mobile storefront for WhatsApp that can operate without the need for a website at all the cost savings of which could be huge. Twitter spaces, in my mind, anybody can actually join a room. There's hundreds of millions of people already on the platform. So it's very easy to ping someone in on Twitter into the room. And finally, Twitter ticketed spaces are coming to Android users in the US. That's right. You've probably heard us talking about this before, but ticketed spaces are now available to all Android users in the US. You might have guessed from the name, but ticketed spaces are the monetizable version of Twitter's audio product, Twitter Spaces. Now, last month, Twitter gave Spaces hosts in the US the ability to host a ticketed space with all iOS users able to purchase a ticket. What's changed now is that Android users in the US can also buy a ticket. For Spaces hosts, you'll be able to set ticket prices anywhere between $1 and $999. You can set the number of available spots and you can remind attendees as your event approaches through push notifications as well as in-app notifications. Ticketed spaces will be ideal for webinars, spaces with special guests or exclusive drops which are considered to be worth the ticket price. With the success of Clubhouse, audio experience have become a key way to replace in-person events which have naturally been reduced due to the pandemic. This will almost double the number of people brands can reach with their ticketed spaces. In the US alone, over 46% of Americans use Android smartphones compared to 53% who run on iOS. Not a bad uplift through one simple update. So about six updates from Instagram this week, but they're not the platform I want to talk about right now. I want to go into Pinterest um, and this new redesign, which was a surprise. Um, We're on their PR list. So I got an email in my inbox being like, surprise, you know, we're redesigning the whole platform. And normally you get like early reports of something like this is going to happen. But I'm actually really excited about it. I've been saying for a long time that the platform is so well suited to commerce. I think more so than any other platform, certainly more than Instagram. But every marketer I speak to tends to overlook it, uh, maybe with the exception of Rox, who's always singing its praises, but everyone else, you know, just doesn't give it the time of day. Yeah, I think when we talk about, you know, whether it's the big four, the big five, whatever it may be, Pinterest just isn't in that personally for me. And I actually don't think for a lot of people, like you say, it doesn't spring to mind as a social platform. As you say there, you know, it's so commerce focused. This move is is a huge shift and one that I think is a great move for the platform itself. I think it's a regional thing because Pinterest is a lot bigger in the US yeah. than it is here in the UK. And I know they've been trying to remedy that recently, but I bet 
we're being a little bit blindsided right now. If we went over to the US, I think marketers over there would take it a lot more seriously and be doing a lot cooler things with it. But it is time for UK marketers to get on board. Are you a big Pinterest user yourself, Eve? I'm not. I'm really not. And this is probably why it, it convinces me of its potential for shopping as well, because it, I only go to Pinterest when I want to buy something. Mm -hmm. I'm already in that buyer mindset. I'm actively searching for things that I want. And whatever I find, I'm probably going to buy it because I've already searched for it. And with the exception of YouTube, no other platform you know, accommodates that kind of behavior. Yeah. So with these PayPal rumors, obviously that's a you know huge rumor. Like I said, with their, you know, with the stock jumping 12%, obviously really well received, even if they're just rumors for now. But investment into the platform, the product itself will only make that e-commerce more effective. You know, doubling down on that e-commerce focus offering, that's set to make it a huge, huge, powerful platform, right? No, definitely. Um, and also in commerce this week, let's talk WhatsApp because their new shopping feature, bit of a no-brainer, right? Just yeah, adding absolutely. categories, but yeah. you know, it speaks for the direction of the platform. Yeah, purchasing through WhatsApp without actually leaving the app has, has just made it so much more simple. It's essentially, you know, a storefront. And from a brand point of view, that means potentially having no website, which can then save thousands mm. in development costs. And then you've got that triggered effect. It can just, it, it could could well be um, a huge change in the way that people actually communicate with with WhatsApp. Yeah, and it's very similar to Facebook shops in this way, where it completely replicates that uh, e-commerce storefront. But I think for that reason, the main businesses that have been taking advantage of these kind of features tend to skew to the small to medium side. And that worries me somewhat because having an e-com website, website might be expensive, but it's all controlled by you. Um, and when these small businesses basically go to Facebook to handle everything, they're putting all their eggs in Facebook's basket. Mm. And we've seen that go wrong before. So just a little word of caution there. If you are exploring this feature, make sure you've got some kind of backup plan because you just don't trust them not to turn around and just completely change things on you. Yeah, we've seen it happen before. I think looking at the benefits of it, obviously that's a potential red flag, but looking at the benefits of it from a, from a user point of view, you know, having businesses there and being able to chat to businesses while you're directly buying something mm. is a huge advantage. It's essentially, you know, being in a shop and asking an assistant for something, mm. um, but you've got it in your phone in front of you. So um, really looking forward to to using this one, having a play around with it. And uh, yeah, like I mentioned, I might be getting some desserts uh, on, the, <laughs> on the menu sometime <laughs> much soon. Much love dessert. <laughs> and speaking of fans of Pinterest, the one and only Roxanne Parker will be joining us next week for a discussion on ads on TikTok. So make sure you tune in for that.